Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the family with Mike Gelfin and Andy Bernard. See, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we got a lot of news stories that I want to get to. Uh, well, why don't we start with this one? Richfield reverses ban on edible THC, opening door to THC beverages at city liquor stores. Uh, that starts what in four days? Yeah, right? August first. Yeah. August 1st. But, so, but so, apparently, uh, you, you basically would have to go to an Indian reservation to get recreational marijuana. Why? Well, because there's no guardrails for them. They can, uh, August 1, when it becomes officially legal, they can start selling uh, recreational pot. But for everybody else, there are all sorts of bureaucratic things and hoops that have to be jumped through. Why weren't they done leading up to opening day? Well, in, in a sense, I think they, they were starting... But it's it's complicated, all well, so the all the things you got to do. Somebody told me you can get you can get the edible deals mm-hmm. uh, at places like Down in the Valley. Somebody told me if you wanted to get those little gummies, mm-hmm. the, the little gummy ones, that Down in the Valley has them. But I, is that true? Does anybody know if that's it's, true? It's it's not? not recreational pot. No. Oh, it's not. No, it's it's a it's a much milder form. I see. You know, it's it's like made from from hemp and everything, but. It's uh, the the THC level is is much lower. I have a question for you guys about this. When uh, the new one kicks in and mm-hmm. it goes to regular levels of THC and gummies and things like that, what are they going to do with all these medical outlets when it was medical marijuana and you had to go to one of those? What are right. those What are those places all going to do? No, oh, they'll be out of business. So you think they'll just go Most out of likely. business. Well, it depends because I mean they ostensibly have more stringent uh, regulations on them. Right. So you can say like, oh, this is, you know, FDA certified, pure, that sort of thing. I mean, well, that's the question is like, okay, in order to sell liquor or beer, you have to go through very strict processes to make sure you're not poisoning anyone. Oh, sure, yeah. I wonder if the same holds true of marijuana. I would imagine so. Yeah, and also uh, every every city, every municipality can – can you know pass laws and do whatever mm-hmm. they want to with this? They can you know they oh can, they can oh okay. they can just they can ban it if they want to. I yep. believe that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. It's the interesting thing is that people, in general, people have no idea what this is about. But if there's an article yeah. in in any newspaper, but let's say there's an article in the Star Tribune since it's the biggest paper about marijuana, you know there'll be like three thousand comments. Oh really? Everybody reads that. Th- th- those stories are so well read, but the people who read them and comment still don't really quite understand what's going on because half the commenters, yeah. half the commenters say, you know, the last thing I want to do is, you know, be around all sorts of people and smoking that that stinky pot. Well, they don't seem to understand that you don't really. I mean, by and large, recreational marijuana is not for smoking. No, it's not. It's for eating. No, it's for eating. You're absolutely Plenty right. Plenty of about people that. still smoke it, though, and I don't know why. Well, why it may be, there may be people, especially older people, who are just used to, you know, used to the two hitter, you know. And um, she left her purse behind. Uh, You're a disaster. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> the, um, yeah. You know, the, the, the interesting thing about it is, that for me, is that the marketing is going to be fascinating. Yes, it certainly is. And you know, like you watch a baseball game now, and it's basically it's about it's about beer, mm-hmm. and and uh, pharmaceutical products, yeah. and gambling, right? So marijuana goes right into that mix. True, it's another vice. Yeah, yeah. And what I envision is like you know, like Herb and Jane's dispensary. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're saying, herb because it's herb. herb is that yeah, why you're doing it? Right, and Jane because okay. it's Mary Jane. It's Mary Jane. So it's they a, it's a triple entendre. It is. It really, it is. is. And so they're you know they they do a promotion, for example, in in the Twins game, like uh, like every time a pitcher throws a two hitter, 
you know, you get a free edible, that kind of thing. Well, that'd be good. Yeah, but there will be things like that. I just, the only thing I would warn people about is, because I've been on medical marijuana now for many years. Yeah, I know, and you, you've found it very helpful, I know. It helps me sleep a lot. But I would say this to, to certain people, be careful what you do, because certain ways that, that they use THC affect people in various I, yeah. Look, I mean, there, some of it literally can cause suicidal thoughts. It can so cause you, all sorts of problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Andy. So you know about that, Andy. And yeah. and a lot of people are gonna are gonna go way too far because they're gonna yes, they're gonna they take a, a chunk of of, an, of a gummy and they're gonna chew it and they're not gonna feel anything. And so oh, they're going to yeah. eat more. Yep. Yeah. Someone in chat actually yesterday, I think it might have been, yeah. was just talking about how that happened to them. Yeah. They ate a brownie, didn't feel anything for a while because it takes like a half an hour yeah. to kick in. So they yeah. were like, oh, well, I guess it must not have been enough. Ate another one and then they were not happy for quite a oh, while because it no. takes a long time to wear off as well. Yeah. I, I think that the other thing is I think if you're going to if you're going to chew one of these things, it's just like basically like smoking pot. Um my recommendation is always stay home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, it's like drinking. You wouldn't, well, I mean, I guess a lot of people would, but a uh, responsible person wouldn't drink a quart of vodka and then go out on the town. No. It's just not a good idea. No. And, and pot is, the thing is, you know, drunk driving we know is insane and it's suicidal and it's homicidal. But the thing about pot is that... Uh, People who people who ingest a lot of a lot of or you know it doesn't take a lot but people who ingest strong strong marijuana in any mm-hmm. form, their you know their biggest hazard on the road is that they're going to stop at a red light you know a hundred yards before the intersection. No, I mean seriously, I, I like I said I've been on it long enough to know that there are certain things you should and certain certain things you shouldn't. You have to find your level level mm. because the bigger you are, the more you're going to have to take to sleep. Mm. In general, that's true. It's just, you know, because it goes through your system like anything else does. So I, I don't know, I, you know, what to tell you about it. But be, I would say, having been around, there are certain combos if I do like a, let's like a tab, an edible, or, or you know, they got caplets, they have all these different things. Hmm. If you do the, do the wrong mixture, like let's say you drink a THC beverage before yeah. you go to bed and then you take some more to go to bed, you can get some scary ass dreams, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be well, very careful. Melatonin does that to you too, right? Melatonin will do that to you so, too. That's so, true. Yeah, you have just like a thing with dreams. It seems I do. Well, there's a shock. <laughs> My dreams are incredibly boring. Whether, yeah, mine too. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's trazodone or I, I don't believe melatonin really works much, but for me, it doesn't. But, no, for, but a lot for some people, it, people it does. Uh, but when, no matter what it is, I, my dreams are always the main dream I always have is that I uh, have I'm getting off of work, and, which is funny because I don't really work in a traditional way. But I'm getting off of work like usually I'm, it's, it goes back to my newspaper days and uh, I can't find my car. And I had the same mm, yeah. dream. I've had the same dream for like really uh, 50 years. I've had the same dream. Yeah. Do you mind telling you you'll never escape from uh, journalism? Uh, <laughs> You're well, trapped here forever. No, it is true. I there mean, that's, I guess I do identify with that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but, of course, you know, mainly it's, I think it's just about not accomplishing things. That I think it's probably like goes back to my, my mother just endlessly telling me what an underachiever I was. Well, she was just telling you the truth. Well, she yeah. was. There's no yeah. question about it. Just laying it out there yeah. for you. No, that's right. And uh, and I think she would be happy that she's still haunting me to this day. <laughs> She'd be But I've always, I've always thought that if I just found my car once, I'd stop having the dream. Mm-hmm. Never happened, but I can't so. seem to do it. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my 
my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. <clears throat> flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. We got Joe on the line. Joe, you're in Louisville. You don't know where THC is available in Minnesota. What the hell? No, it's available here, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's available here so, in four more days. So I gather you have sampled it. Oh, yeah. Um, we have gummies available down here, too. Mm-hmm. The Delta 8, the Delta 9, the Delta 10. And um, since, since I have neuropathy, I've been, um, I guess you could say, experimenting with my drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it better than out, gabapentin? Uh, huh? Is it better than gabapentin <laughs> for, for neuropathy? What the hell is that? Gabapentin <laughs> is what like like 100 million people in the U.S. take for neuropathy. You yep, may be the only one with neuropathy who hasn't taken it. Yeah, that is interesting that they didn't put you on. Although you don't have the specific type of neuropathy because you have like numbness, right? They wouldn't put you on that. Well, if you I'm had numbness and pain in my legs and ankles, yeah. It can well, make numbness that's, worse, that's, though. But that numbness That's is true. yeah, that numbness is typically part of neuropathy too. Yeah, I also have lymphedema too, so there is that. Mm, yeah. Um, I have, I get immense pain from them, so Ooh. I've, I've been trying um, the gummies to see which would help. Right, right, I I understand what you guys are saying about smoking, but I believe there's a uh, you guys had somebody in on the morning show couple of weeks ago it said there were no carcinogens in the marijuana smoke so that's why people still smoke it yeah, yeah. Um, well then there is probably a lot of i think mostly it's also it's people who have always smoked it and they've yeah, been happy yeah, so. and they've been happy so, about yeah. it so why switch there is that i've been smoking weeds off and on since i was 13 so it's mm-hmm. i'm always going to smoke it yeah but the thing is um with with the pain Taking a hit from the pipe makes the pain go away instantly. Wow. Really? With, which gives the gummy time to get into my system, metabolize, and actually enter into my bloodstream and help further. By the time the pipe hit wears off, the gummy edible has started to kick in. He's got this down to a science. It really does. Sounds like it. Yeah. 
Well, the problem I'm having is finding the uh, dosage because they come. Um, they start off as, as 30 milligrams. Um, then there's there was another one that I tried was 125 milligrams, and then uh, for chips and giggles I bought 230 milligrams. Whoa! Turns out that uh, two two thirty milligrams would be just perfect for me. 125 will put me down for a couple hours. Or 230, forget it. I'm done. <laughs> so wait a minute. Uh, two, Are you talking about milligrams of THC? No, Delta the Delta Nine. Oh, the Delta Nine. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I was going to yeah. say, man, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. So, so I, I think we need to have a, a tutorial here about this Delta business. Yeah, eight, nine, idea. ten. Because I don't, I don't really know what that represents. So, what is that all about, Joe? Um, Delta Nine is the uh, the substance inside the the. Jeez, I forgot how they explained it to me. It's what's in the THC that that gives you the the high, and the delta eight and the delta ten are synthetic versions of that. And when they put out something with delta nine and delta eight, it means they have the delta eight is a higher dose, higher milligrams, but they've also got delta nine mixed in with it. So the one I took for 125 milligrams was 100. Ten of the Delta Eight, the synthetic THC, had uh, fifteen milligrams of Delta Nine, which is the uh, natural stuff. You can see why, when recreational marijuana becomes available, widely available, mm-hmm. there are going to be a lot of confused people. Oh, there's no question Absolutely. about that because you don't know. None of us knew no. when you first started doing it. Uh, let's just go with THC. How many milligrams should I take? Right. Nobody knows. No, it's it's For, you know yeah you know you know like you uh, can take a, you know like a like Tylenol plus three hundred and twenty five milligrams. You know exactly what you're getting, which yeah. by the way is a placebo, but that's another story. <laughs> that's true. But um, and and I can certainly see where where a lot of pe- people who are satisfied with medical marijuana. There, there would be no no reason to change. It's a lot more expensive, is the problem. Well, that's yeah. You be, oh, you got to get you know the certification yes, and all it's that very stuff. Very expensive. It's too expensive for the average person. Probably. Yes, it is. I uh, mean, to the tune of like set six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, just to get started, yeah, right? I mean, it's a lot. For what? Uh, for your first round of, I mean, let's say you go for a month's supply, it can be up here as much as seven, eight hundred bucks. <sighs> yeah. That's a lot of dough. People man. wonder why I don't want to move back home. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know how many milligrams you take to sleep? Um, I'm thinking. I, I I think I'm gonna stick with the uh, 60, 70 milligrams. Um, when I bought the two hundred and thirty ones, I basically tore them into uh, quarters. Yeah, yeah. They were that big, so I can just take one or one of them. And that will put me down for the night. It's interesting you bring that up because when I tell people that it takes me pretty near somewhere between 40, 50, some days, 60 milligrams to get to sleep, they go, oh, my God, that's a lot. So for the average person, that's a ton of THC. I know one thing. It's a hell of a lot better than barbiturates. Oh, God, yes. When, oh, yeah. you know, because when I was a kid, yeah, you know, like you know, preteen you know, uh, my mother was taking those those barbiturates, and she was, you know, taking those things like they were Tic Tacs. Right. And uh, those Hope things. she didn't she drink. Oh, oh, well, no, she, she oh, oh. the only time she drank was when my parents had a party, and then she'd drink Champagne. Uh, Champagne, yeah, baby. Yeah, God, which, I forgot all about that. Which, of course, is malt liquor. Yes, yeah. right. But that's right. what my mother really liked. That's when I, I, on the rare occasions I ever heard my mother laugh, it was always after she'd been drinking champagne. <laughs> but, you know, that was, that was the thing. That was the depressed housewife syndrome. You know, because men, yeah. Men, yeah. men wouldn't want to go to a doctor and say, oh, man, I just feel terrible, you know. But women would be more, more open to saying, you know, well, they wouldn't say they were depressed because they didn't know they were depressed. Yeah, that's so true. What they, they would, would say is that, that they couldn't that's sleep. True. 
And so the doctor who knew nothing about barbiturates or any other drugs, mm-hmm. doctors very, know very little about drugs. They don't get much treatment. That is absolutely true. That is true. Most drugs that you get prescribed, they don't really know what they do. No. They just know the effects, but they don't know why, Well, that's which be, is kind yeah. of scary if you think about it. Yeah, and, and they get like, you know, five hours of training in medications mm-hmm. in med school. So then you're on your own. And some doctors are able to learn as they go along, but some just don't don't want to. They figure, no. well, I didn't learn it in med school, yeah. and I got a lot of other things I have to know about. Yeah, they're just like, this is the protocol, this is the protocol. Yeah. Why think about it? So they would, they would, uh, there were doctors who would just, you know, they'd say, fine, you know, here's another prescription for, you know, 50 more hits of Milltown. You remember Milltown? Oh, yeah. Two and sure. all, second all. Two and all, yeah, God, two, I haven't heard that word in a long no. time. No, but as, you know, as Andy alluded to, yeah, the biggest problem was, yeah, you, you drink with that stuff and you die. Yep, pretty much. And, yeah. and, so it's, it's a recipe for death. Yeah, and like, you know, like Marilyn and many others. Uh, but for me, I'm, it's all about Marilyn, of course. Um, sure. You know, she, she was, I believe that she was mixing barbiturates with, with alcohol. So That was very common back then. Yeah, it was very common. And then, of course, what happened was... Um, then, then in the mostly in the '60s, I think it was that that uh, the the um, drugs drugs like Valium came with the benzos yep. came along. Benzodiazepines, yeah. which are safer, but still not <clears throat> safer, terribly and, but, safe and when highly addictive. Ab- extremely addictive. Yeah. Yes. So doctors then figured, hey, I could prescribe <clears throat> prescribe these for people who can't sleep, and you know, I don't know if they work, but they probably won't die. Uh, but neither one was very satisfying. And we've come a long ways, though, because now you got trazodone, which actually works. Not for everyone, but oh. but it is a great drug for people who can't sleep. Yeah, there you it have it. for me. Yeah, a lot of people say, and then a lot of people say, oh, they get terrible nightmares and a lot of things. I, I happen to like it myself, but I know a lot of people find it to be very disturbing. So I have a question for you. So now... Pot is not legal all across the United States, correct? No. It's not state by state. And the reason I ask that is I'm looking at a place that's called Mini Grown, uh, St. Croix Tropical Sunrise. That's Sativa. You get a, a, a pack uh, of uh, 10 gummies that are 5 milligrams apiece. Mm-hmm. So for a guy like Joe or for, for me, we'd have to do almost an entire, and some nights I would have to do an entire pack. Yeah of, uh, you know, 10 gummies of five milligrams a piece. And it is 30 bucks. So, I mean, if you're doing that every night, you're coming to about 800 bucks a month again. A lot of money. And you're gaining weight. And you're gaining weight <laughs> doing it. That's the other problem. So how do you get around that? I mean, that's, I don't know. There are going to be a lot of confused people. I, it's what I'm saying. You brought it up earlier, and I, I agree with you. It's going to be a lot of confusion as to how much I'm supposed to take and yeah. what I'm supposed to do. And especially because they're... It's different for everybody, so everybody's going to be confused. Um, some yeah. people will get lucky, and it'll just be right right away. But you can go buy gummies right now in certain places. I I don't yeah. know where the stores are. Yeah. Does anybody do we any? Most head shops have gummies. They do. Most head shops do. Are yeah. they ten milligram ones or, or five milligram? Depends on what you got, what they have. I mean, it's, it's oh okay. It varies from store to store. So I guess down in the valley would be the closest place to me go and look at it. I might run over there after the show today and just look around and see, so what's this all about, right? Yeah. yeah. I, and, and, of course, the point you're bringing up here is, well, what's the difference between medical marijuana and the gummies you can buy at a head shop? Exactly. And I don't know the answer to that. I, I think you could buy well, if you the, buy them in the bulk. Gummies, the gummies are, have only like 0.3% THC. Right. And the regular weed, the cannabis flower, has 15 to 25% THC. Right. Mm-hmm. So at the head so shops, it, you might get a buzz off that stuff. Well, it probably, probably help you sleep, though, too. Might, yeah. For some people. For Not, some people, doesn't, yeah. doesn't for everybody. It doesn't work for everybody. I know that. Yeah. But it's just going to be really, and again, we're only four days away, and really... Being around THC for the past, I guess, five years of my life, I don't know a damn thing about what's going to happen in four days. I have no idea. Well, you know, for us, nothing. Yeah. You're all a joint. Hit it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah, of course, 
you know, I grew up puff, 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 my friend. Yeah, I grew up like like Joe. I grew up when you know we were basically smoking ditch weed. Yeah. So and there you ne- you ditch really weed. never knew what was going to happen. Oh, Mike, that I'll never forget. Literally, you'd buy a bag of pot, and some bags were as big as your head, and yeah, other bags right. looked like a pencil. Yeah. And some it's of them like, were just full of twigs uh, and yeah, seeds. A lot of them, yeah. yes. God, what uh, a world! Skunk, skunk weed, skunk weed. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Uh, <laughs> But you could get pretty high off that stuff sometimes. You just you just yeah. never. But again, you never really knew. That's why now recreational drugs are are they're down to a science now. Now, yeah. one question I have for everybody on the show is: as you take it, does it take more to have the same effect? Because I would I, say absolutely. I would say absolutely too. Because I remember one time. I went to, not in Minnesota, in Florida, I went and got medical marijuana, mm. and they accidentally, which is great news, didn't give me 10 milligram, <laughs> 10 milligram tablets, they gave me 50 Whoa. milligram tablets, right? Yeah. So I thought I was taking a 10, mil, a 10 or two 10s, I took 100 milligrams, that's when I started, like, uh, I was walking Ricky, watching Ricky Gervais. And he turned into a dragon. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Well, that's, that's like acid. I can believe it. I oh, can you, believe it. Oh, you've been through that, Joe? Um, no, not that particularly, but something similar. Uh, I don't know if I told you about the first time I got really high when I first started working at Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing you need to watch out for, people that are going to start hitting a pipe in four days. Do not, whatever you do, under any circumstances, get high in the cold and then walk outside. Oh, oh, that's, oh. That's always the thing I hated you most about that. about pot was smoking it on a on a cold winter day and having to go outside. Yeah, it's like thirty degrees feels like thirty degrees below. Yeah, no, you're right about well, that. The, the summer I started at Florida up there in Highland, I uh, went. Uh, over to a buddy's house, me and uh, another guy, and it was that one of those days in July was kind of like now, hotter than Satan's asshole. <laughs> well, so, that's a good way to put it. I I always we wondered, you know, growing up in Cretan Avenue, I, w- I always wondered why those those big guys were wandering the neighborhood, seemingly stupefied, and now I know they were on the assembly line at Ford. <laughs> So we we'd, uh, we went into this my friend's house and it was really cold in there because of the AC. And uh, one guy packs a bowl, fires that up, and starts passing around. The other guy rolls a joint, fires that up, passes it around, and starts to roll a second joint. Fires that bucket up, passes it around. So between us, we've got two joints and a bowl going. No problem. I, I, like I said, I've been smoking on and off since I was 13. Time comes to leave. It's that time of day. He's going to give me a ride over to the train station because I lived in Burnsville at the time and I didn't have my car yet. So I said, okay, cool. Let's go. We walked outside and I peeked in a hurry. And I don't remember how it happened or what made me think this, but we were driving down Mississippi Boulevard, and I swear to God, I was looking at the building, and I felt like I had transported backwards in time to the 1970s while I was looking at these buildings. And then I looked away and looked over at the, at the trees and shit, and everything came back to normal. I'm like, okay, I can't handle this. I looked at my friend. I said, I will give you $20. If you skip the train station and drive me to my apartment in Burnsville, he looks at me and says, Are you okay? I says, No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hide under the covers. Take me home. I got so hot, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I've had that, uh, I've had that situation with a migraine where <laughs> I'm driving down the street. And all of a sudden, like I'm in my neighborhood and I'm not recognizing houses. So I'm thinking those migraines are probably doing pretty terrible things to my brain, too. Oh, you think so? I, yeah. I think so. I think they take their toll. But um, 
you know, I, what what you and Andy were saying about having to take more uh, mm-hmm. as as you go along, it it does make sense because one thing we know about about marijuana, about THC, is that it does it stays in your bloodstream for weeks. Yeah. So yeah, that's when right. it's building yes, it up, like any addictive drug, or you know, it it takes more and more mm-hmm. for the same effect. Mm, yeah, I think that's probably right. I think I think you are right about. It. And for me, and Joe, I don't know about for you, but uh, and it's very hard to make a call on this. You can't really make a call on it, so it has an adverse effect. Some days I would take, let's say, thirty-five milligrams to sleep, and I go to bed, and I go to sleep, and I wake up, and everything's fine. Other days, that's nowhere near enough. It will not even put me to sleep. Hmm. And then if I kick it up to, let's say, 50 milligrams, I wake up in the morning and I don't want to get out of bed until there's about 10 hours past. Yeah. You know, so it's really hard to find your wheelhouse with that stuff. Don't you think, Joe? Yeah. Well, there are even some days that I don't need to have any of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I can go the whole day without hitting a pipe or taking a gummy. and I, I feel fine. My, my leg's still fine. Then there are the days that it feels like some asshole's taking a railroad spike that's been heated past the surface separate of the sun and jamming it into my heel. Yeah, oh, you know, really? little part just forward of the Achilles heel, Achilles tendon. That's the time, That's when I got to hit the pipe, and it's like going, God, kill me now. Sure. Yeah, so I mean, so, so it's like a pain medication for you certainly as well, right? Right, yeah. Like I said, you know, when, when it starts acting up, I hit the pipe. I, it, act, it, hitting the pipe is quicker even than taking Tylenol. Oh, really? I, yeah, that's act, I Which I that. used to do. But then I, I discovered that we sell the THC with the Delta 9 variant. And I'm like, okay, let me see that. So now I hit the pipe and they um, wait for the gummy to take effect. By the, by, by the time the pipe wears off, the gummies that take an effect and the gum actually lasts a lot longer than the weed but it takes a lot longer to kick in yeah i could see that yeah i'm sure that is true yeah we're going to go through an interesting period the next uh, i would say you know starting uh next week uh or it's four days away i guess so yeah so it'd be next monday right i believe yeah i think the dispensaries are are probably tuesday is the first Tuesday's the first. That's the dispensaries right. are probably six months to a year away. I would think that's probably they got to go through so many bureaucratic steps, and uh, so it's going to be a while. But as I said, I know I think there's I can't remember which reservation is going to be selling recreational pot uh, on on Monday. Probably all of them, I would guess. Well, eventually you would think so. I mean, if they they want to make some dough, it'd be smart to do that, don't you think? I do, and if there's no reason for them not to do it, I guess I would think they'd all do it. I mean, they, a lot of those places had no problems with the, uh, selling cigarettes in, in bulk. So uh, one thing about recreational pot, I'd sure as hell rather have that than a cigarette. Mm, oh, I don't, I don't think there's any question about that, absolutely. So I don't know. It's gonna I'd rather be... smoke a joint and drink a bottle. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. It's going to be interesting going through all this stuff, just, you know, watching people get uh, done with this. And I mean, because back in the old days, you'd have to go to a doctor every year and get recertified and do the whole thing, right? I mean, it's just... It is, and I I can understand. I mean, it is one more thing for parents to worry about. Oh, they didn't worry about it before. I mean, I always always told my kids uh, that I don't want them drinking. Uh, under any circumstances, and I don't want you smoking pot, but you know, pot is definitely a lot better than, than alcohol. Mm, I think you're probably right about that. And of course, I also told my kids, like we all did, you know, if uh, never ever get into a car with someone who's been drinking, you know, if it's three in the morning, call me, I'll, I'll give you a ride. But you yeah. know what? They never call you at 3 a.m. No, that's true. They're, they're never gonna <laughs> I've never heard of any kid calling a parent at 3 a.m. and saying, I need a ride home. And Andy's not that kind of kid anyway. Right. Nope, never was. Right, you yeah. never call your mom from detox. Yeah. No, my kids, uh, you know, they, they, they may, have, may or may not have been attracted to, to something, but luckily alcohol wasn't one of them. But then again, opiates aren't great. And so, 
you know, it's, you always, if you're a parent, you're always going to worry about something. Um, Andy's just finding that out now. Yes, I am. <laughs> but, but already, even, you know, Ethan, how old is Ethan? 20 months. 20 months Actually, now. Actually, he's coming up on Jesus, 21. Where the hell the time go? Mm-hmm. So with each year, you worry about something else, yeah, basically. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> yeah. He's getting to the point where he can reach basically anything in the house. Oh, yeah. But his brain barely works. Yeah. So, of course, almost everything he can, can get into is oh, something he should not get into. Yeah. But that's, uh-huh. that's the human condition. For some reason... Unlike all other animals, we grow physically before mentally. Oh, no question. It's uh, and I suppose is he still at the stage where he just wants to test everything by eating it? Uh, no, that's, that's past that now. That seems to have gone away around the eighteen month mark. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I he still puts things in his mouth that he shouldn't, of course. Sure, but yeah, in the first year or so, it's like anything he can get his hands on, right in the mouth. And then and after, and also adults that do that. That is true. And after a while, they, they stop putting, like, plastic in their mouth, but they start putting Big Macs in their mouth. So it's always something is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Well, we haven't given—well, we've given them fries a couple times when we needed to, but yeah, we don't really eat fast food so much. It makes me sick. You know, it was, it was something that—my dad didn't—you know, he, he didn't have many rules for us, but avoiding that was one of his big rules, and I—to I, this day, I've never had a— fast food hamburger uh well and it's not like it's not like it takes a lot of willpower because i've never been tempted to because i you know never saw them in the house but but um you know that was the benefit of having a dad who uh, figured out very early that you are what you eat that is true so he that was that was a big thing for him he was also into jogging of course you know, like one of the first joggers in town, which was great, except when he started jogging, uh, you know, this would have been probably like uh, late 60s or so. When he started jogging, of course, he was he was wearing those like, like uh, you know, uh, basketball shorts, mm. you know, the ones that the alternative league guys wore. Yep. And like today, you wear one of those, you go out running with one of those, you may get a citation. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I have a, a picture. Loose. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and very short. And mm-hmm. but luckily, I have a picture of my dad wearing those those ABA shorts jogging because he was. Uh, it was a big picture in a story in the Minneapolis Star of the business people trend of not eating two martini lunches anymore, but yeah. jogging at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can look at that thing, and uh, it still gives me a laugh. Yep. It's, uh, you know. It's, be glad he wasn't wearing a Speedo. Oh, uh, yeah, that would have been or even worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ABA shorts were, were definitely bad enough, but um, at least it, it gives me something to laugh about. Well, I think not drinking two martinis for lunch by itself might uh, improve your health a little bit. You know, I was, oh, yeah. I was, that? I was, I was, I uh, was, I was writing for Ad Age. I was the local stringer, as we call it, for Ad Age. Um, I picked that one up when I when I left the Minneapolis Tribune. And in those days, the Ad Agency guys they liked the two hour four martini lunches. Mm. And uh, so, when we're talking four martinis, are we talking a full martini glass or uh, no? Just just keep them coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I pour a martini glass, I pour it fairly full. Yeah. But. I can only really handle one, maybe one and a half of oh, those before oh, it's yeah. like, it, this is too much. Yeah. No, the idea I'm, of drinking three or four of those, I, no way. I can't even, I can't even imagine it because, you know, for me, I, of course, I, I used to drink, uh, when I used to drink beer, I used to drink the ponies. Remember the ponies? Mm-mm. I don't think you can get them anymore. Ponies. The ponies were like six ounce bottles of beer. Huh. And they were perfect for me because it took me so long to drink it. That that uh, yep. like a twelve ouncer, but the ponies at least stayed cold. But oh, one was enough for me. They're drinking ponies. Remember baby. the ponies? Thirty-five bottles per oh, case. Good. Yeah, the grain belt, of course. Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, what happened to the ponies? Big, when, when did they disappear? Didn't they also have the big opening. Yeah, oh, yeah. The the Schmidt the Schmidt uh, big the, mouth. The, the big mouth. Yeah. The Schmidt big yeah. mouth. Unfortunately for me, that didn't work. Too big? Uh, I have a very small mouth. Mm. Some people would say I have a big mouth, but it actually... <laughs> Metaphorically because, versus literally. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I tried drinking one of those once, and of course, most of it wound up in my chin. Mm. 
I never mm. understood. Like, you don't wrap your entire mouth around the opening of the bottle. No. So why would you need uh, a bigger opening? I, I, you don't. I, don't, I don't get it. But that's the thing. You would, you know, you would drink from. Oh. I suppose like a shotgunning almost. So half of it, half of it would go into your mouth, oh, and half of it would go onto your chin. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Andy, you're better at this than I am. I've been Lucky. trying to look look for a place. Like I looked at down in the valley. They don't talk about THC on their website at all that I can. Well, they're see. not going to until it's legal. Gummies. Well, you're talking about the stuff that's legal now. I'm talking about the gummies. The weaker stuff. Yeah. Oh, but that's already legal. I yeah. Don't know. Is oh, is it? Oh yeah, the I weak stuff. Yeah, places like head shops. There, it's it's they can sell they can sell that the legal stuff. So it's the five THC stuff they can sell. Yeah, it's very low in THC. I don't I don't really know the numbers, but 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 you know some people say yeah they get a nice buzz off it. I yeah, don't, do I don't know. I've never tried it. I don't know. I can't find it advertised anyway, so that's not going to happen. Until I know my buddy week. Bargini used to love those things. Or did he? Uh, Bobby just like getting buzzed. You know. No, I understand. By yeah. any means necessary? Well, he wasn't a big drinker at all. No. No. but No uh, ponies? But No ponies, no. But if he could get a little buzz off a, a, mm. a product that uh, contains some THC, he, he liked that a lot. Yeah, I could see that. Bargini would just like to be happy. He's a great guy. Yeah, he was that kind of guy, you know. I he wish was. I knew how much was in that cookie I ate because that was awful. I hated it. Which cook? Where did you eat a cookie? Uh... It was from your house probably f- 10 years ago. Oh, was it? Okay. However much you made those with. Or you didn't make them, but... I didn't make them, no. no. So what happened when you ate it? I just, I couldn't focus on anything. My, basically, my short-term memory would reset itself every 20 seconds or so. Yeah, I've been reading about things like that And I was, I was very aware of it, too. It's not... So what I was doing is I was watching The Simpsons, as I often did back then. And they were, so like they'd be doing a joke and the setup would happen. And then all of a sudden I'm don't remember the setup anymore. And then the punchline comes and I'm like, okay, well, so right. Well, that's, yeah, I don't, I didn't know what the hell was going on. And then another setup came and I was like, I had forgotten the punchline of the previous joke, but it's not like I was like, you know, trapped in a time loop or anything. I was like, I was like, I know that they just said something funny, but I don't remember what it was. Well, yeah, and, and when I, the first time, first time I tried a, uh, maybe the only time, I tried a gummy from Colorado, the real stuff, you Uh-oh. know, and I did oh, eat yeah. too much, and uh, because I ate the whole square, and, you know, hmm. supposedly the square is one dose, but not for me. It depends on yeah. the person. Well, that's the thing about THC is you can develop a very strong tolerance to it. Mm. For someone who hasn't been taking it for decades, 25 is considered a fairly high dose. Yeah. But it's like alcohol where some people, they'll take a shot and they'll be like, you know, kind of loopy. And other people need to drink half a bottle just, just, just to feel it. Well, what, what what happened to me was, uh, and then I went out. I've told this story once before, but we went out. I went out to dinner with with family members and in laws, mm. and uh, I I wanted to tell a little bit of a story, but before I could tell the story, I had to organize one sentence in my mind. Yep. Yeah, because I would. But by the time I got to the end of the story, I wouldn't remember what the story was about. Exactly. Yeah, I so, hated that. Feeling no, it's so not much. good at all. It was an awful feeling. Yeah, I was terrible. just like, it was like eight p.m. and I was like, I'm just gonna go to bed. This sucks. That's. I think that's the way to go when you're pretty much. Yeah. yeah. When you have too much. Mm-hmm. Nothing good can come of it. The interesting thing is, I vividly remember the experience of not being able to remember, which is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. No, I. I remember it too, and yeah. I think it it kind of depends also on the way your brain is organized. Yeah. So if you have an analytical mind, that's going to drive you crazy. Oh, yeah. All I did the entire time, I was just like thinking about what was going on. Yeah, it wouldn't work for you at all. No, I don't think that's so. That's why you didn't enjoy it. I don't know. I think at that level of you know impairment, I wouldn't have enjoyed it regardless. Because yeah. the same thing happens with alcohol. I get to a point, like if the room starts moving when I'm sitting still, <laughs> I'm like... Okay, this is bad. I hate this. Yeah, I, I remember getting drunk the last time I got drunk, which was 50 years ago, and uh, I don't. It's I a don't, while. I just don't want to do that again. No, it's not. It's not fun. I don't think it's fun. Some people they can get blackout drunk and they're like, "Oh, this is the greatest night of my life." But I'm like, 
Yeah. Well, I had I had my year of drinking in high school. You that only was, drank for one year. I drank for a year in high school. That was enough. Well, I didn't have any other way to treat my depression. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's so true. it seemed yeah. like a good idea yeah. at the time. It always seems like a good idea at the time. Yeah. And then being being. You didn't upset. know anybody selling weed. Uh, and, well, I did start smoking weed after that. Yeah, but not not much, not much. Um, but you know, it's it is entirely. It's a different sort of experience when you have that kind of analytical mind because your brain just keeps picking at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. Flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There's a place called Natrium in St. Louis Park. It's right on Excelsior Boulevard, 4815, I think it is, Excelsior Boulevard. Mm-hmm. You know what their slogan is? No. Come say Hi. Oh, yes. Ah! Yeah, yeah. H-I-G-H, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that well, slogan. I, you know, I, I've, I did a dictionary search on the, on the internet, of course, of, uh, of dispensaries in, in, uh, in Denver oh, okay. where they have a ton of them. Yes. And uh, there were some, there were some, uh, some great, just, just some great names. The one, the one I liked best was the place that sold half-baked cookies. Half baked. Uh, half baked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was clever. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. I'm half baked, yeah. and so is my cookie. Yeah, exactly. Works for me. That's going to be interesting. Starting next Tuesday, as uh, Joe pointed out, next Tuesday is the first. I got to believe all these five milligram places will go to ten milligrams immediately. You think so? Yeah. Uh, five milligrams is plenty for a lot of people, though. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure that's true. Well, it's like I bet most people you know wouldn't even feel one beer. But there's no, that's mm-hmm. true. There's plenty of people who I they would. can they can drink yeah one or two beers and they're they're good for the night. That's why I just have my annual. I mostly have my annual beer because I just want people to know. Not that there's anything wrong with it yeah. at all, but I just want them to know that that I am I'm I'm you know I'm I'm not in the I'm not in the I'm, I'm not in the triple uh, A the triple the double A game. You know, yeah. I, I have friends who. For 50 years, they've been going to meetings. Yep. And it's great for them. And sometimes I'm envious. Like, I kind of wish I could go. Yeah. A group of friends yeah. who can't leave 
it's great. I mean, those people, it's a great support system. My favorite is still, you know, when I went through that whole deal with the double-A like club you were talking about back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for me. I knew that immediately. It just yeah. wasn't. But there was a guy, I may have told you this before, looked just like Elvis Presley. <laughs> I remember that story. Yeah. Remember that story? I mean, he looked just like Elvis. Yeah. And they're going around the room and everybody's like, yeah, I want to back off a drink and I don't want to drink so much, blah, 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 blah. And Elvis stands up and he goes, you people don't understand something. I love to drink. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, that's kind of the problem, is it not? Yeah. That is the problem, oh, yeah. sir. If you didn't love to drink, why would you drink? You wouldn't be here. Well, one thing, I've, one thing I've found out. I love to drink, out, too. That's what created the problem. Yeah, that's true. I, I've ta- one thing i found, over the years I've talked to people who really could use going to a support group for, sure. for one reason or another. You know, yep. and especially I've talked to people who um, who have some some trauma and could really benefit from it. But what I've discovered is that the people who are most insistent about the fact that that support groups are not for them, they're the ones who need it the most. Oh, I agree. You know, it's very sad because that thing I was just that meeting I went to I was just talking about just now, mm. and I only say this because he's he's died unfortunately, but Michael Johnson was in that group. The singer, oh yeah, bluer than blue and all that. Sure, yeah. It was very, very sad to, to see that you know he had all this tremendous success and all the rest of it. And he, he, how long ago did Michael Johnson die? And it was a few years ago already, I think, maybe longer than that. But yeah, Michael you see, Johnson. There's a lot of Michael Johnson. Yeah, that's that's a tough one to. Well, bluer yeah. than blue. Put in bluer, yeah, bluer than, than blue. blue yeah. yeah, that's that was uh, a here biggest he hit. Here he is. Uh, 2017. He's been dead for six years already. So how old was he when he died? Yeah. 72. Oh, he was 72. I didn't oh, know. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I met some very interesting people when I was in a support group after my brother killed himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I really got a lot out of the group. I will say that. Yeah, well, that's good. And, and, but everybody has to find their right group, and that's the problem. I think you're absolutely right about that. I think you, you find, find your right group. group. You know, for me, yeah. I, tried a, I tried one group. It was like a men's group. I said one time. I said never again. Yeah. And and then I found a group. It was eight women who all had eating disorders. Really. And they but they were depressed. It was about depression. It was about depression. But, yes. but there were eight yeah. women who had eating disorders. I loved those women. Did you? Yeah. It was a great group for me. And then one day another guy joined the group. That was it. It was done. <laughs> all no the karma went away like right away. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that happening. The karma's just gone. No. Baby. Um, when it's gone, it's gone. It's true. All right. Well, Joe, what else you got, Pally? Well, I just uh, texted you a couple of pictures of the containers of uh, the gummies that I had. And you got those? So in, give you, a, you got those in Louisville. What's that? You got those in Louisville? Yeah. 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 But they might have an, you know, it gives you something to start with. You know, going and say, "Hey, I'm looking for something like this." Well, and you know, I, I know, if they know their business, they should know what that. Yeah. Yeah, stoner. I'm I'm not a doctor, one. even though I play one. Yes, on podcasting. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would uh, I would give gabapentin a try. To me, like everybody I know who has neuropathy, it's it's like probably the most prescribed drug in, in the world. And mm-hmm. what is it? It's gabapentin. Gabapentin. Yeah, G A B A. And it's prescripted. Uh, yes. Yeah, prescription drug. Yeah, and I mean okay. it's, it's it's. I took it for a little bit because of my slip disc. Oh, and okay. it'll definitely make you sleep, believe me. That's why I stopped taking it. I yeah, couldn't I, stop sleeping. And it, does, it doesn't do a thing for me as far as sleep really? goes. Yeah, not a amazing? thing. But I know that other people say it. Some people have terrible dreams, but it is a widely prescribed and used drug. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, its best use is, is for neuropathy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's for. I had a shoulder impingement. Oh, God. And I was horrible. starting, and the pain went right down to my legs and mm-hmm. my feet. And some and the feet were numb. Some my hand went numb, and I started taking gabapentin. And it's not a miracle drug, but it did help. Yeah, that's what that's what happened to me. I had the slip disc, left arm started going numb. Took it, the numbness went away, and then I stopped taking it because, like I said, I'm very sensitive that's to drugs. There's though. a lot of side effects for this stuff. There is a lot of side effects. Yeah. Yes, but and I, not everyone gets all of them, of course. I have terrible side effects. With almost every drug. Me too. Nothing with gabapentin. Huh. Really? Yeah. Well, that's nice. But it didn't work either. It worked. It worked. Well, it did work. I still for take you. it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no reason to stop taking it. Now, some people say that it's really hard to stop taking it. So I don't know about that. 
but some you know if you've been Most taking changes, a while. hostility. Yeah, you, right. well, like I need that. Yeah, girlfriend right. being hostile. What a shock! How would you know? <laughs> right. Maybe you could use a mood change. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> there you go. Well, I've been, I've been looking for one for, for 50 years. so <laughs> It's been a while. That's true. If, if there's one out there, I've tried it. I was promised mood changes. Yeah, you're yeah. No, right. you know, I mean, antidepressants work for me. But, God. but the thing about antidepressants is they don't work for most people because most people who take them aren't depressed. That is very true. They're Why massively they overprescribed. Well, because they want to be happy. Yep. People think that antidepressants are happy pills. Yeah, they are not. They are not. They're more like less sad pills, I guess. Mood stabilizers. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, if a building's on fire, spraying it with water is a good thing. Yeah. If it's not on fire, spraying it with water is not a good thing. And for me, antidepressants work wonders with my OCD. Mm. Oh, that's good. It doesn't eliminate it, but it sure does tamp it down. That's That's good to hear. Yeah. Well, that's all agree. It's the only happy pills a bong hit. <laughs> a bong hit, boy. That's been a few years since that 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 went on in my life. I remember the bong that. era, and uh... yeah, it's kind of not a thing anymore, is it? <laughs> no, no. Well, it's like it's almost oh, like yeah, what's the it point? It is. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. it all it all started um, with you know with the going to the electric fetus and buying the banana oh, flavored papers. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, those were the days. So that was a lot. Of, I think I think it's true with with alcohol, with any addictive drug or a drug that is a mood en- enhancer. Anything psychoactive. Anything psychoactive. It's it's there's a ritual that goes with it, and that's all part of the thing. That is true. God, I just these days kids are using gas masks to get high. Yeah, oh, God. Hmm. They're well, using it'll what? Work, but it'll work for a very short time, and then you die. They're using what? They have they they have this contraption. It's a gas mask, and it's got a, a hose on the end of it where you put the weed, mm-hmm. or you can huff with it. Great too. way to suffocate. Yeah. Now this might sound well, stupid. You still breathe in it, but you're smoking too. Oh yeah, yeah. I and you, you, it's like being in an imagine teaching Chong getting out of a car. Mm-hmm. Only it's a helmet. Yeah, and Take and thanks to the internet, comes out you're good stone. What? Thanks to the internet, you know, any twelve-year-old kid can find ten thousand ways to get high. That is true. Yeah. Of course, when I was a kid, it was always myths that were cl- completely oh sure a bunch of crap. You could tell instantly. Like a crushed banana peel. Yeah, exact smoking banana oh, peels. That was yeah, one of them. Right. Yeah. I heard that one, too. Banana, orange. I forgot mm. about that. The only thing I got from, from crushed banana peels was indigestion. Mm. What is yeah. the difference? Now, I know there's a, a, a quite a difference, but THC and what is CBD? Cannabidiol. THC so, is tetrahydrocannabidiol. Okay, so what's the difference between CBD and, and THC as far as? Putting you to sleep. Uh, they say that cannabidiol is a sedative and basically nothing else. Oh, okay. Um, whereas THC has all the other effects. So CBD, you would take that to just kind of calm down? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it makes sense. The only reason I'm asking that is this place, this Naturium place, has a thing called BLNCD, CBD caramels. They're chocolate-covered CBD. Mm. Sounds delicious. I tried CBD briefly. It didn't do anything for me. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, well, I was kind of wondering if it did anything for anybody. I a think lot that, of people yeah, swear by it. But there's a lot of suggestion involved. In it. I think so. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's true of anything, really. Yeah. Even alcohol, THC, oh, it's yeah. all. The power of suggestion will amplify it tenfold. Well, I, I, remember, yeah. I remember reading a story in the, I think it was in the New Yorker, uh, there's, there's, there are now universities, that, at least there were, that that had uh, that had actual, you know, professors who did not much more but explore the cultures of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they discovered, I mean, they they this was really thorough stuff. They examined many different countries, cultures, even even like tribes in Peru, hidden tribes. Really? And because they all all had, you know, some form of alcohol. Yep. And what they found was that the uh, the, the reaction that people have to alcohol is what it, 
they expect it to be. Exactly. Well, they did a study yeah. once. Um, yeah. There was like a frat party or something, mm-hmm. and they started. They gave out alcohol. They gave out beer. Yeah. And they were like, okay, for this study, even though you're still underage, you can all drink beer, and we're going to study the effects of ah. beer on underage people. Ah. And they all started drinking the beer. They got drunk as hell. Um, you know, they acted like they were yeah. blackout drunk. Yeah. And then after the study, they were like, this was non-alcoholic beer. You're all a bunch of morons. <laughs> <laughs> we're just doing this to make you feel stupid. They expected to get drunk, so yeah. they so felt they drunk. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And it's like, you know, if a Jew drinks, they they want to eat, right? Yeah. If an Irish person that. drinks, they want to sing Daddy Boy. That's true. <laughs> you know, and they tear up, right? It's very cultural. In a it is. It's, it's entirely cultural. It's what you expect to happen, and that's what happens. When a German drinks, you want to start a world war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's true, though. There are many. Well, that's meth. That was it meth. Was, it was that meth. wasn't alcohol. It was methamphetamine, you're right. Yeah, yeah meth was Hitler's big thing. <laughs> that was yeah. his big thing. Big I don't thing. think he, he even Austrian, drank. He was Austrian, not German. Well, that's true. He was not. He was Austrian. That is right. Well, he thought Austria was part of Germany. Osterreich. He thought the world was part right, of Germany. Right, exactly. <laughs> but Austria first. Austria was his first right. It was. Yeah. yeah, you're right. God, it came so close. You know, that's the one thing I would say that pisses me off about this America sucks and America's terrible and America. America saved the world from Nazism. Back off. Yeah, and now you have, uh, I don't even want to get into it. But <laughs> it's what just, don't you want to get? Like, we only got five minutes left. Get into it. You know, it. the whole thing, the whole thing that gets to me is like, uh, this is just slightly off, off that, but still, mm-hmm. the general concept is the same. So um, when Reagan, Reagan was celebrated for just basically bringing Russia to its knees, right? Yes, he was. He was celebrated as the man who won the Cold War. And the same damn people who celebrated Reagan for destroying Russia, basically, for bringing it to his knees, are now taking the side of Russia. Why is that? How is that possible? Who's taking the side of Russia? There's a, a hell of a lot of people in one certain party who are rooting for Russia to win against Ukraine. Have you played Tetris? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I know what you're getting at. I don't know one person that's, that's in favor of that. Oh, well, just, you know, spend 10 minutes watching Fox News. You will know. You will I, see many people. I, really? Absolutely. Last time I saw Fox News, which was like two years ago, the, yeah, all they were doing was hand-wringing about how Russia's going to take over the world. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, exactly. And now, oh, half- But as a threat, they're not supporting it. They think it's a threat. That's what, that's what I got. I, they, were, no, the, they were talking about how Putin's going right. to bring back the USSR. But the talking point now, and it's basically, basically infected most of the House, not the Senate. The Senate Republicans are different from the House Republicans. No, are they? Yeah. I don't a pay attention to stuff anymore. I can't difference. take it anymore. But they're all rooting for, for talking like Tucker Carlson. He's talking about how great Putin is, what a great man he is. He does not. Does he? Yeah. I mean, I don't watch these people. No, I don't know any damn well, thing about them. I mean, them. yeah, that's the, 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 these guys, like, you know, the idiots who you hear, read about every day in the, in the House— they they think that Russia is great and that Ukraine sucks. I have never ever seen that referenced. Well, but I don't watch the news yeah. very much either anymore. I could send you a link, but I'm not going to. Good, don't send me. I don't <laughs> want any right. links. No, I, I wouldn't do that to you. I mean, both parties to me are just completely <laughs> full of shit now, and I wouldn't follow either one of them. Mm. They're, they're, I, they, these people disgust me. It's all about money. Yeah. Anyway, everything. It's on. I don't care if it's Democrat Republican. It's all about money. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's the genesis, right. It's sad. It's the root. All right, now it's time for me to go home and be sad because of you, Galfan. Uh, it's just, your you know fault. What? Just, just smoke some weed, you'll be fine. <laughs> smoke a little. Take a couple of gummies, everything will work out fine. Joe, thanks for co-hosting the show today. <laughs> sure. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks. Joe from Louisville calling in, ladies and gentlemen. So, okay, so this thing kicks in on Tuesday. All of a sudden, this stuff's going to start showing up in the stores. Well, it, in in some few places, yeah. Yeah, like gummies, not the weed like itself. Indian. Well, but the, the good stuff will be available at some Indian casinos. Yeah, you were saying that. That's like, right. I think the first one is Red Lake, as I recall. That's a little but bit of a drive. that's a bit of a drive, yeah. Yeah, Red Lake's a little bit of a drive. That's a long way to go to get stoned. Yeah, I don't think you're going to need to do that. You can have up to two pounds of marijuana in your possession. 
Why would you need that much? What? That's only two pounds? They said only two pounds. That's it. That would, that would go a long distance right now. I would yeah. think two pounds would last quite The quite ditch a bit weed, maybe you needed two pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I, I, the, the first time I tried like uh, the real stuff, I hadn't smoked pot in like 30 years, yeah, right? Because yeah. you have kids, you stop smoking pot. If you didn't know yeah, already. Yeah, that's true. And so, uh, but I was hanging out with a friend who uh, was younger than me and knew all about this stuff. And uh, so she said uh, she, she had like a, like a two-hitter pipe, right? And she, so, so she passed it to me. I, I inhaled. And, um, and then like about 10 minutes later, I hadn't really felt much. And mm-hmm. I, I took out a match. She said, what the hell are you doing? I said, well, I was going to take another hit. She said, What? Are you crazy? Really? Yeah. No, one was fine. All right. But hey, that's the, that's works. this stuff. This stuff is so strong yeah, now. Yeah, it is now. It's true. And that's why you got to be really careful with it. And that's why I worry about people who just dive into this thing without knowing much about it. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You're right. And every municipality is going to have their own rules. They left it up to the to the cities to have their own rules. So some of them will... We'll, we'll say, well, you know, you can't smoke it in public. Some will say you can smoke it in public, you know, and, and there'll be all these rules, and it's going to be, you know, from one city to another, everything changes. I got Mike. breaking news. Yep. Uh, Fox 9 just indicated the Parks and Recreation Board just temporarily closed. Bidet Marcus Gauze. Thomas Beach due to E. coli bacteria levels. Great! Oh, man. So people are pooping in the lake. Yep, that is where E. coli comes from. They're pooping in the lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a new thing, but... But but at the, that's pretty massive, don't you? That's I mean, not, it's that's not good. Big. Thomas Beach, I mean, my God, that's that's close to Linden Hills. Lake Hiawatha Beach is also closed. Yeah, well, right. well, that I understand. But anything close to Linden Hills, I mean, that's an offense to the culture. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I basically have <laughs> that's to... That's an offense to the culture. I mean, I have to get a waiver to go into Linden Hills. I suppose. Oh, you know what? We do have to go, but I will announce that um, Mr. Galifant will be here next Thursday. But next Thursday will be the return of Doug Sprinthal for ah. Car Selling Secrets. Whoa. He's going to do it once a month. Hmm. So you'll be co-hosting that again. Yeah. He was all excited about that. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you later.